We're learning to be deeply loved by God. Part of that involves learning to be and be still. It can be fairly easy to get our bodies to be still, but harder for our minds. Really, that's a whole nother matter. There is often constant chatter, a running flurry of thoughts and worries, and usually an annoying jingle from a commercial playing in a loop in our heads. It's hard to get our minds to be quiet, but there is hope. Today, we'll talk about how to help our minds find rest and stillness so that we can be with God and revel in God's deep love for us. I'm Kristen Vincent. Welcome to the fourth episode of Being 1019. Do not fear, for you are deeply loved by God. Be at peace. This is the verse from Daniel 10.19, the verse that is at the heart of this podcast, the verse that is our reality and our hope. Do not fear. Deeply loved. Be at peace. So we've been slowly working to understand what it means to be deeply loved by God. It's a simple statement, but there's so much to unpack. We're in the midst of considering what it means to be. Then we'll spend a few episodes on how to be loved. And lastly, we'll focus on how to be deeply loved. Last episode, we talked about why sometimes it's hard to be. It can seem scary, and we may be afraid we can't handle just being and being still. So in this episode, I thought we'd talk about ways to make being easier. Let me start off by saying this. There is no wrong way to be. And there are no being police. No one's going to come by and tell you you're being wrong. For the few that might try, tell them A, that the being police are just not a thing. And B, that how you choose to be is none of their business. This is between you and God and no one else. So take a deep breath. You've got this. The second thing I'll say is this, don't make this hard. Being is meant to be simple. As we discussed in episode two, being is about recognize that you are enough just as you are. You don't have to be anything in particular in order for this to work. In other words, you don't have to be happy or be smart or be busy or be beautiful You don't have to be a lawyer or be a mother or be a librarian or be a cook. You can just be, I am, without adding anything to that. Because God loves you and wants to be with you just as you are. I get that may be hard to do right off the bat. We're so used to having to present ourselves in certain ways on a daily basis. Realizing that you are enough just as you are may not come naturally, but I promise you that over time, it will.
Part of what makes it difficult to just be is our minds. It's hard to keep them quiet. Even in the best of times, when we want to pray or meditate or be still, our minds are going in 10 different directions. For example, at any given moment in my head, I might be going over my to-do list for the day, considering how much sleep I got the night before, worrying about whether my son remembered to take his lunch to school, wondering what I'm going to have for lunch today, listening to a line from a song I heard yesterday that is now stuck on a loop and about to drive me bananas, and realizing my dog is pawing at the door ready to go out. And all of that is within a period of about five seconds. I've heard this referred to as monkey mind, and I think that's fitting. I like the image of a bunch of monkeys swinging through the trees, carrying on, taunting me, and refusing to be quiet. It's a fitting metaphor, especially when I'm trying to sit still and pray or meditate. But here's the thing. I think it's important to recognize that this is natural. Our minds are active by nature. At any given moment, there are hundreds, even thousands of synapses firing off, keeping our bodies running, helping us stay alert and on top of things. It's what our minds do. That's how God made us which means we shouldn't judge ourselves when our minds wander. This is an important point. First, God doesn't judge us, so why should we judge? Second, judgment sucks, whether we're judging ourselves or other people, so the less we do it, the better. Third, self-criticism doesn't do us any good when our minds are just doing what they were created to do. We don't really want our brains to stop working. And fourth, we can get so focused on our own self-criticism that that becomes the thing that keeps us distracted. For instance, here's what a typical prayer time for me might sound like. Gracious God, thank you for this beautiful day and this time to be with you. I'm so grateful for all your blessings. Oh my gosh, I forgot to put sugar on the grocery list. That would have been awful because I only have this afternoon to bake those cookies before I have to take them to Matthew's school. And who knows when I'll have time to get my work done. Oh, no, look at me. I was supposed to be praying and here I am worrying about the grocery list. I do that all the time. I can never focus. My mind is always wandering. Oh, I'm so bad at praying. I don't even know why I bother. Surely God has better things to do than to hang out with me. And there goes my prayer time. Not to mention, now I feel bad about myself and may as well swear off being still for good. So, let's just skip the whole judgment thing. How about that? Also, let's agree that when our minds wander, and they will, that we will just recognize what has happened and refocus. And when our minds wander again, we'll refocus. In the beginning, you might find yourself refocusing a lot. But over time, your mind and body will get used to being still and even crave it. And you'll have a much easier time of it.
There are many ways of being, and I hope that over time in this podcast, we'll explore a lot of them. For this episode, I want to focus specifically on ways to help our minds get quiet so we can just be. Generally, when we pray, we focus on what we want to say to God and spend time thinking about what we're going to say next. We might cover our praises, our prayer concerns, the things we feel guilty about, or the things we're thankful for. That type of prayer is a really good thing because it gives us time to sit and talk with God and share what's on our hearts. But it does require that our minds stay active. And today I want to focus on how we can get our minds to rest and be quiet. So for today's practice, I want to suggest that we come up with just one word or phrase to repeat over and over again. In repeating something, we're taking that part of our mind that needs to keep busy and giving it something to do. We're telling it to repeat the same word or phrase over and over again. In the beginning, our mind will have to focus on remembering this particular word or phrase, but fairly quickly it'll memorize it and we can begin to rest our focus. After a few rounds of this, hopefully our minds will create a rhythm with this word or phrase, allowing us to soften our focus even more and relax into the rhythm. Hopefully, after doing this for a while, our minds will be so relaxed that we aren't as distracted by other thoughts or noises. If we are, we'll just refocus on the word or phrase and gently return to our relaxed state. To try this, choose any word or phrase that has meaning for you. It might be a verse from scripture. Indeed, the last two episodes, I gave you verses that you could repeat over and over. We tried Psalm 4610, Be still and know that I am God. And we tried Daniel 1019. You might also choose your favorite line from a song or a poem, or you could choose a word that you need to hear, such as comfort, healing, love, or peace. The nice thing about this practice is that you can do it anywhere at any time. While you're driving or washing the dishes, as you're sitting on the porch or laying down to go to sleep at night, you can have your eyes open or closed, repeat the phrase silently or out loud, do it for two minutes or ten. You can also use prayer beads. I know that many of you are already fans of prayer beads and use them in prayer on a regular basis. Others of you might not have any experience with prayer beads or may not know much about them. And some of you may have questions and even wonder whether it's okay to use beads in prayer. If you're new to the practice of prayer beads or if you have questions, I'm going to record a special episode just for you that'll provide some background and history about the beads. I myself am a lifelong Protestant. I grew up in the Presbyterian Church and then became Methodist, so I wasn't raised to use beads in prayer, but I found that they are very useful for helping my mind find peace and quiet and stillness as I'm praying and being with God. If you don't have a particular word or phrase in mind, try this one from Mark 4, 39, when Jesus says, Peace be still. It's a wonderful way of focusing on the need to be still, recognizing that in doing so, we will be led to peace. Try it now. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. 
If your mind is wandering, gently bring it back. Peace. Be still. Peace. Be still. Peace. Be still. Now go in peace, being still with the God who loves you deeply. So what do you think of being 1019? Are you liking this podcast? If so, please click the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. And feel free to share this episode with someone who may need to be reminded of God's deep love. Also, it would really help me if you would go to iTunes and write a review of this podcast. Given that we're the new kid on the block, it'll take a while for word to get out about being 1019 but your review will up our visibility in iTunes, which is no small thing. The more folks who live 1019 lives, the better off we all are. For suggestions on words or phrases to use in being still and quieting the mind, go to prayerworkstudio.com forward slash podcast for the show notes. Go there too to share any questions, comments, or ideas you have, because I'd love to hear from you. I want to share my gratitude with Jonathan Adams, whose gorgeous guitar music you hear in the background. In a future episode, I'll tell you how I met Jonathan. It's a great Being 1019 story. In the meantime, I encourage you to go to his website, sonicyogi.com, to learn more about him and download his music. I'm also grateful for my mom, who spent last weekend in the cold and rain to support me in my work. Surely she is a sign of God's deep love. Until next time, remember, do not fear, for you are deeply loved by God. Be at peace. I'm Kristen Vincent. Thanks for joining me on this, the fourth episode of Being 1019.